Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it. Okay? I'm back at it again, man. I'm back at it again, and I am hyped. We all are hyped as Jets fans. You should be. Because we are coming fresh off of an NFL draft where Joe Douglas really did work here, man. He really did work. I ain't going to lie to you. And we're going to have those discussions. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers tonight. We got a lot to talk about, okay? But before we get into it, okay, listen, I am the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. All right? Listen, your boy's also on iTunes as well. I'm on iTunes. Come on, people. Go on iTunes. Search The Long Beach Joe Show. Subscribe to the show. Okay? And then guess what you can do? Leave your boy a five-star rating, okay? Leave me a five-star rating. Leave me some feedback. Let me know what you folks think about what I'm doing here, you know what I'm saying, on the Long Beach Joe Show. I want to know. I want to thank everyone that does give me that feedback. And as, you know, again, follow the show and talk to me and all that stuff. I'm also on social media as well, all right? YoungJ000 on Twitter. That's my personal account. You come there. We can talk about the team. The show's page is at the Long Beach Joe. At the Long Beach Joe on Twitter, all right? Guess what? Go over there, follow that, and we can go back and forth on there as well. And also, if you want to see your boy, if you want to see me, right? I have, I'm handsome. I'm being honest. This is what I'm being told by multiple, multiple people. Well, guess what? Come on over to YouTube. This is where we live stream the show on YouTube. Come on over to the Long Beach Joe Jets, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube, all right? Come on over there, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. So when I post content, y'all folks will be in the know. And please, give the stream and videos a thumbs up. Share them with your friends and your family as well. That's how we connect, all right? Also, if you go across my platforms as well, you'll see my link tree. Hit that link tree. My Discord is in there as well. Come join the Discord. I got a Discord. Come join the Discord. Again, the link is all over the place and all of my social media platforms I named, all of my uh, YouTube as well, description of those videos. It's everywhere. Hit that Discord and join my Discord. We have a lot of fun in there. We talk jets. We talk about a lot of stuff, and we enjoy ourselves. Now, don't come in there and get a little too crazy, all right? You, you start coming in there with some zany, wacky stuff, we, you know, mods will take care of you. But, you know, come in there, have some fun, crack some jokes, and, we enjoy ourselves. We had a blast during this draft as well. So now it's time to get into it again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Salutes to the savages in the chat. Okay? You want to know why I call my chat the savages? Because of the savages. I mean, no one is safe. Not even me. You know what I'm saying? If they don't like a take you got, it is what it is. They're going to let you know about it. So we're going to get to everybody in the callers. Please be patient. Lines are hot. We're going to get to everybody. I'm just going to recap the draft really quickly. All right. 
Now, again, I want to salute and thank everybody that came on by and watched the draft live with me. I had a live draft party. You know what I'm saying? Me and the Savages really sat down and had a blast, and we were all excited. You know what I'm saying? Especially going into this first round because we were wondering, hey, what is going to happen here? How are the New York Jets, you know, going to fare with this draft here? Who are we going to be able to select? Well, guess what? We're sitting at four, right? Trayvon Walker coming off the board to the Jags. Aiden Hutchinson comes off the board to the Lions. They ran up there and put that card in there. Then you had Derek Stingley go off the board. He becomes a Texan. So we're sitting back. We're like, whoa. You know, you got Kayvon Thibodeau there. You got Sauce there. There was a lot of people screaming, hey, I want a Kwanu. It was all these takes just flying all over the place. Card comes in. Pick comes in. And it's Sauce Garner at four. The New York Jets select him at four. Now, I will say I was a little shocked. I will say I was a little shocked because I thought that the New York Jets were going to go edge for sure with that number four pick. But I like the move. I do. I talked about Sauce Garner. We had multiple discussions about him. There was already a lot of people that really, you know, wanted to take him that early. But my thing is, I'm just wondering where exactly he fits within this secondary. Does he end up being our ipto facto number one corner straight out the gate? Does he end up being our number two? If so, where does Bryce Hall go? Now, this kid, again, is a phenomenal talent. Sauce Garner never given up a touchdown in his college career. No one has over a 50% completion rated against him. That's insane. He's got what it takes to really step up and be good in this, in this, uh, in this, in this league. He's got what it takes to, to handle business here. I like the pick, and I like what he's going to bring here. And this boosts our secondary. Now we're sitting, you know, here after that pick goes off the board, Things continue to happen. We saw Drake London come off the board at eight. Evan Neal went at seven to to the Giants. Charles Cross at nine to the Seahawks. And we're like, man, what's going to happen here? Now we're sitting at 10. And I think everybody was preparing themselves for a pass rusher. Everybody was saying, okay, the Jets took sauce at four. That's fine. That's fine. We'll take that. We like that. You know, everyone's saying, hey, he's the best corner in the draft. No problem. Let's take him. Right? So we're sitting there, we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting, comes in, and the pick is Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, Ohio State. And that was a bit shocking as well. But it's a good pickup, right? It's a good pickup. Here's another guy that we talked about as well. This guy has everything that it takes to get it done at this level. Great hands, very good route runner. This guy can move as well. So there was just a little shock. It's like, okay, well, what are we going to do at edge, right? What are we going to do? We got Sauce Garner at four. We got Garrett Wilson at 10. Garrett Wilson is going to be able to come into a situation where you got Elijah Moore, you got Corey Davis here, Braxton Berrios. You know what I'm saying? He coming into that wide receiver core. Dude, he's going to add another dynamic here. That's going to help Zach Wilson because now he has weapon upon weapon upon weapon, all right? That's also going to put other, other guys that are here like, Denzel Mims, who we're going to talk about tonight, I'm pretty sure. Denzel Mims, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's definitely going to have people asking questions about him. You know what I'm saying? Going forward, especially with this young wide receiver coming into this situation. Another shocking thing as well with the pick of Garrett Wilson, because there were some savages in the chat going, I'm telling you, the Jets are going to make that trade. We're about to flip this coin. We're going to make this trade. You're going to see the Niners step up. There was a lot of talk before the draft that the Jets were going to give up the 10th pick to the Niners for Debo Samuel, and he was going to be a Jet. It was a done deal, and that did not happen. It didn't happen. The New York Jets end up taking Garrett Wilson at 10. They pass on the trade. They pass on playing uh, wide receiver 
$25 million, and they continue to move forward. So now we're sitting here, and I'm like, we're having discussions. We're going back and forth. And I'm liking the picks. I like Sauce. I like Garrett Wilson. I like what they're going to bring to the table. But I was like, man, what are we going to do at edge? Maybe we wait till the second round and we get an edge rusher. We got to see who's there. You know, man, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling great about passing up edge because, as we all know, we all watch this team. We all love this team. The biggest issue on the defense this year was the lack of edge pressure. That's been one of the biggest issues on this defense for I don't know how long is the lack of edge pressure. There's nobody to get to the passer. There's nobody to, to get to the quarterback. There's always issues with us, you know, trying to get sacks, you know, especially, again, when you look at this defense, it was ranked dead last in the league this year. So it's like we've got to step up. We've got to get pressure. We've got to add something. We continue to see guys come off the board. They were coming off the board. They were coming off the board. And everybody – you know, was looking at a guy, Jermaine Johnson. And we thought that he was going to get taken, but you continued to see other teams pass. We saw the Packers take Quay Walker. We saw the Bills, who we honestly thought were going to take him. They ended up taking a lean, cornerback out of Florida. Then you had the Cowboys take Tyler Smith. You had the Ravens, who we thought for sure was going to take Jermaine Johnson. They end up taking Tyler Lindenbaum. So now we're sitting at 26. All right, Tennessee Titans are on the board, and we're like, man, what is going to happen here? What is going to happen here? They're going to take Jermaine Johnson. You know the Titans are tough. And as we're sitting here watching the draft, you see the Titans evaporate, and you see green. Jets now are on the board, okay? The New York Jets traded up, right, traded up out of their, out of their pick in the second, moved back up to 26, made a trade, with the, with the Tennessee Titans, now the Jets gave up pick number 35, which is a second-round pick. They also gave up pick 69, which is a third-round pick that we had, and pick 163, a fifth-round pick, to the Titans. The Titans gave the Jets the 26th pick in the first round, and they also gave them pick 101 in the third round. Now we move up, and everybody is hyped. Everybody's fired up. We all know it's for the guy, one of the guys that we wanted the most since the Senior Bowl, since before that. A lot of the guys have been typing him up. There was talk of him possibly going for. The pick comes in, and it is Jermaine Johnson. We get our edge. And let me tell you something. We were screaming like crazy. The entire All the Savages was going crazy. I was going crazy. Everybody was going crazy because we got Jermaine Johnson, a guy that we've been talking about for a long time, right? The guy from Florida State. A lot of people saying that he's the most pro-ready edge in the draft. A guy that was supposed to go top 10, we got him at 26. What a steal. That's a steal. And a lot of people have wanted to bang on Joe Douglas, and we'll talk about that tonight as well for trading up. I loved this move. The New York Jets have not had a legitimate edge rusher since John Abraham. That was eons ago. Eons. When you look around the NFL today, when you look at, at, look at our division, the Bills, the Bills, a team that we watched go into a rebuild, Right? After us, they went into a rebuild after us, came out of the rebuild better before we did. Look at what they've done. They've continued to add edge rusher after edge rusher after edge rusher. They got edge rushers falling out of their ears. 
And you know what they did this offseason? They went and got Von Miller. More edge. They went and got more pressure. This is a team that we've seen compete in the playoffs, win playoff games. A lot of people talking about them competing for Super Bowls. They understand that when it's time to face these upper echelon teams, the Chiefs, the Ravens, all these, all these teams with great quarterbacks, you must have edge pressure. You must. When you look at how the Bucks dismantled the Chiefs' offense in the Super Bowl, they did that through edge pressure. That's what they did. In today's NFL, if you do not have edge, you're dead in the water. You look at the defense that we run, the Niners' defense, you look at the Niners, Bosa, Warner, guys edge pressure, guys can get, can get to you and get to your quarterback. And we got our guy. We got him. And I was fired up. Next day we did another one. We came right on back. We sat down again. That second round was up. And we were all wondering who we were going to target. I wanted more edge. There was a lot of people talking safety. There was other people talking about wide receivers, all kind of things going on. Well, guess what? The Jets made a move again. The Jets traded up. The Giants were sitting on the clock. Jets trade up from 38 to 36. The New York Jets gave the Giants the 38th pick, which is a second-round pick, and they gave them the 146th pick, which is a fifth-round pick, to move up to number 36, and they take Brees Hall. The New York York Jets take Brees Hall, okay? And let me tell you something. A lot of people were shocked. Brees Hall. Running back, Iowa State, this was a guy that was talked about constantly as being one of the best or being the best running back in the draft. And there were people that shocked. I was shocked as well. But I understood the move. The more I thought about it, the more I thought about how our offense is supposed to function, I consistently tell people we are in a run-first offense. That's what we're in. The Niners run the ball like crazy. You look at what Brees Hall is going to be able to bring into the building this guy's a great back. He can do it all. He's a three-down back. Ran a great 40-time. He can move. He's going to come in with Michael Carter, and they're going to give us a two-headed monster like you've never seen before. We will be running the ball next year, folks. I don't know if y'all know that. I've been trying to warn y'all. I'm on the West Coast. I watch the Niners. This is what we're supposed to look like. The Niners run the ball heavy. They get their yardage. They move the chains, and we're going to be doing a lot of the same things. Now, as these rounds continue to fold out, we started to see that there's a plan on offense, right? The New York Jets also sat down. When that third round came up, we were like, okay, who are they going to take? The New York Jets end up taking Jeremy Ruckert in the third round. That was shocking to some people as well. Jeremy Ruckert, tight end. This was a great tight end class. He was talked about as being one of the top tight ends in this class. We were all hyped because let me tell you something. Again, going back to what I talked about with Brees Hall, taking Jeremy Ruckert in the third round, you know what one of Jeremy Ruckert's key factors is? Not only is he a guy that a lot of people think is going to be a better pro than he was in college, right? They think he's going to be a better pro player than he was a college player because of what he's going to be able to do in certain offensive schemes. Not only could it be a solid set of hands, but this guy is one of the better run blockers in the draft at tight end. There's a lot of talk that he is the best run blocker in the draft at tight end. I'm telling you, we about to run the ball, dog. 
we about to run the ball. Now, I know he's dealing with a foot injury. He's saying all of that is going to be clear. But let me tell you something. The New York Jets last year had the 27th ranked rushing offense in the league. I'm going to say this again. The New York Jets last year had the 27th ranked rushing offense in the league. Unacceptable. That is unacceptable. Unacceptable. Not for this team. We're going to be running the ball. And I think Jeremy Rucker is going to be a big part of that. Now we got Uzma, we got Conklin, we got Rucker in the building. We're going to be discussing that. The New York Jets, as we continued on as well, went to the fourth round. At pick 111, we took Max Mitchell, offensive tackle from Louisiana. Here's a tough, smart kid that's going to be able to come in and really help with the depth position of the New York Jets there at offensive line. I know a lot of people aren't thinking about that, but you look at this offensive line depth, there can be some issues, especially when, again, we've seen it. We've seen guys go down along our offensive line, and it'd be big question marks on who we, who we can bring in. Now, again, we can continue to address that in free agency. There's still guys out there. I know some Jets fans talk about LDT and all these other guys we can bring in. But let me tell you something. Getting Max Mitchell in the fourth, I like that move as well, especially when you look at what could happen with George Fant. Let's say George Fant decides to move on. We don't get the extension done. Maybe – Max Mitchell's the guy that steps in there at right tackle and fills that position once he's gone. That's something that can happen. We'll discuss that. The New York Jets also in the fourth round as well at pick 117 took Michael Clemens, DN, from Texas A&M. Now, this is a guy that's very interesting, and I was a little shocked about this pick because he has a lot of red flags. He has a bit of an injury history, but Michael also has had some run-ins with the law now. Two arrests within three months got caught for unlawful possession of a weapon. He also had a small amount of marijuana on him as well. And twice he got caught for driving with an invalid license. Twice. Now, I know that he said he's put a lot of that stuff behind him. You know, that's not, you know, the true, true nature of his character. But, you know, those are still red flags there. So I'm hoping that, again, if he puts that behind him and all that said and done and it's in the past, This is a kid that can come in and do some things now because he has the traits. He does have some traits. I teach people, I tell people this all the time, excuse me. You can teach a lot of things, but you can't teach size. (laughs) And this guy's 6'5", 263. He ran a 4'8", at the 40. 4'8", guy has physical ability. He's coming in with a defensive line that has a lot of guys. Lawson, Jacob Martin. We just got Benny Curry back. We'll be discussing that tonight as well. That blood disorder is put behind him. Shepard, we got Marshall, Solomon Thomas, Quinnen Williams, who we're looking to take the next step forward. Sheldon Rankin, so many guys on this defensive line. And here he is added to it as well. We just got Jermaine Johnson as well. So we'll see what this kid is going to be able to bring to the table. And, again, Joe Douglas came out and talked about, hey, we vetted this kid. We looked into him. We made sure everything was good. He's keeping his nose clean. We want to give him a chance here with the Jets. I'm paraphrasing there, but that's basically what he said. Hey, we made sure everything was on the up and up with him. So the New York Jets overall, I think, had a phenomenal draft, truly did. And I know that there's a lot of haters out there. We're going to get to the lines in just one second. Again, 515 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Please be patient when you call in. I will get to everybody. Be patient. Okay? 
I know that there's some haters out there. I know that there are some people that love numbers and all this yibbity yap. I want to be respectful. I'm trying to remain respectful here because I'm hyped. I understand people love numbers and all this stuff and want to bash the New York Jets for making trades and doing what they need to do. Listen, I don't want to hear none of that. The New York Jets had needs. The New York Jets saw value in certain players. Joe Douglas saw the value, and guess what? He got aggressive and went and got the guy. A lot of the negativity that I hear about the Jets, the second that we do something right, it's creeping back in again. This is the same negativity that I heard about when we traded up for Elijah Vera Tucker. Oh, the Jets gave up a fourth-round pick and some others. Oh, they gave it up to go up and get, a, get Vera Tucker. What a, move, what a bad move. Right, bad move, huh? Oh, okay. Vera Tucker only came in here and became one of the best young guards in the league. Vera Tucker only came in here and became a cog for this offensive line that we're going to have here for years to come. That's all that happened. I don't want to hear it. The New York Jets needed to make moves, and they did so. They traded up, got themselves a pass rusher, and they traded back up and got themselves a running back in the second. And there was a lot of talk that, again, they would have taken Brees Hall in the first. They tried to move back up into the first to get him. So we're going to have this discussion tonight. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. We're taking all callers. I could go all night long yelling about this. I love this draft, and I love what we did. And I want to hear from you folks. So we're about to get to the lines again when you call in. Please make sure your background's good, okay? Make sure your phone's good as well. I want to be able to hear you. Make sure everything's clear. Please give the stream a thumbs up if you haven't already. Subscribe if you have not as well. And share the stream with your friends and your family. Salute to all savages as well. We'll get to y'all questions too. First caller, I'm going to 415. 415, I'm coming directly to you. 415, you look like a new caller. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts about the New York Jets selecting Sauce Garner at four. Hey, it's NFL Chaos with Jeremy, my friend. Oh, oh, hold on. Hold on. Wait a second. Jeremy be in here. He is a chef. <laughs> I said Jeremy's a chef. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. What's up, my man? Jeremy in the building. <laughs> What's going on, Jeremy? Listen. Man, I have you know I, I have to talk to you about this stuff. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. You know what time it is, Jeremy. We high energy over here. We're coming off of a great draft. Give me your thoughts about the pick Sauce Garner at four. Were you shocked? Were you shocked that Joe Douglas took him over Kayvon Thibodeau? I was shocked. But the way it played out later on in that first round, it all came together. And now I'm the first one to line up and say, more sauce. Mm. Okay. Okay. Talk to me. I like that. Now, again, I was shocked as well, Jeremy. I'm not going to lie to you. I looked at the situation, and I was like, wow, I thought we would take edge there. But with Sauce Garner coming in, for me, I'm looking at it, I'm saying, okay, where does he go? And I want to get your thoughts on that. How do you think that him being selected shakes up our secondary? Do you think he comes in and is immediately our number one pick or our number one corner? Well, everything has to be earned in camp, but he's absolutely going to have the opportunity, and I think he's going to take advantage of it based on everything I know and have seen that, you know, this kid do, I have no question he's going to win that number one spot, but he's going to go in and earn it. He's not going to just be handed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I think he's definitely going to fight now. 
as we continue through the draft, man, there was a lot of discussion at 10, and we saw them take Garrett Wilson. What are your thoughts about what he does to our wide receiver core? Do you like this pick? Um, you know, as soon as they made that pick, because I, I knew, obviously, we knew going into that pick, we were going to not get an edge or not get a wide receiver, or at least we thought in the first round. That's what we were thinking. So I knew it was going to be one of those two positions. Otherwise, so we really would have been shocked. Um, he was my number two wide receiver. Um, so, mm-hmm. and I, there were three that I love. So getting the number two and you love three, I was very, very happy. Um, I think, I mean, our offense is going to be so dangerous and scary. I mean, we, I think of Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, Berrios with the Ooh. gadget plays. And I haven't, I, and I haven't completely given up that Mims might become something. I'm not saying the star, but he might contribute and okay. be able to help this team. We'll see. Yeah, well, well, we'll see. Let me tell you something, Jeremy. That that pick of Garrett Wilson, I think that puts a little pressure on Denzel. I'm not saying that we're going to cut him or nothing like that, but this guy's got to get on the field and do something at this point, right? Because we've seen a lot of more come in and be able to step up and play. And I know a lot of people talk about the no off-season stuff. But listen, Elijah Moore didn't have a full off-season. He didn't have a preseason. There were some quad injuries, but he was able to rebound from that, step into the season, and really make his mark and become a playmaker here. Denzel Mims is a guy that's yep. got to get on the field, especially when we see other guys as well, guys like Tariq Black, DJ Montgomery, Jeff Smith, be able to get on the field before him, get more catches, more targets, all that stuff. That's ridiculous, though, right, Jeremy? It was insane. When you look at his physical talents and attributes, it's absolutely crazy, crazy that mm-hmm. he's not on that field. But it's, I think it's about learning the playbook and knowing the plays and being, you know, and, and knowing where to be on the field. And we start with those two penalties in that game. That was why when anybody, everybody's saying, why isn't he being given a chance? Those penalties were the answer to the question. He just simply needs to yep. learn the playbook. Yep, yep. So as we continue on down this draft, Jeremy, because there was a lot of discussion, once Garrett Wilson came off the board to the New York Jets at 10, I think a lot of people, including myself, was like, man, what are we going to do there? And then we saw the New York Jets trade up to 26, right, get the Titans off the board, they get on the board, they take an edge. Give me your thoughts about the trade. What are your thoughts about the value that the New York Jets gave up? And are you upset, because there are some people out there that are, are you upset that the New York Jets moved up and took Jermaine Johnson at 26. I don't know how anybody could be upset, especially after the fact that was an absolute steal. When you consider mm. the fact that we went from six, basically we swapped picks and went from, for the, except for 146, which I couldn't care less about. We went from one, we basically went from 69 back to 101, right? We flipped those picks to make that mm-hmm. thing happen. And when you consider that we got Jeremy Rucker, who could have been a 69th pick, and I would not have complained because he was my number one tight end on the board anyway, um, yep. and that's who we wanted anyway, that trade was a steal. That trade was an absolute steal to move up that many spots, 10 spots. Um, it was an absolute steal, that trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how yeah. anybody can complain about it. It was an absolute brilliant trade. It was fa- and look what it got us. I mean, there's no way we're getting JJ if we don't trade up and make that trade. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're talking complete facts there. Now, give me your thoughts about Jermaine Johnson. What do you think he's going to be able to, to bring the New York Jets their defensive end? Do you think that this is a kid that's going to immediately be able to come in and give us that edge pressure that we have wanted for so long? 
Well, I hope so. You know, I'm, I'm going to be real about this. I've, you know, I've been around watching the Jets for a long time. And we've taken a lot of guys that we thought were going to be able to do it. And no one's a guarantee. I love, mm-hmm. I love Johnson. I love his tape. But, you know, I, I, you know, I lived through the Vernon Dolphin, you know, draft and, 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 mm-hmm. and what happened there. So I've lived through people that I thought could not that were a bust. So I'm not going to guarantee anything. But what do I think he's capable of based on the tape, based on his athleticism, um, his attitude, uh, you know, the fact that J.D. and that scouting system and Salah and our staff who have proven to me to be very, very good at this, the fact that they believe mm-hmm. in him. I'm expecting him to be five to eight sacks his first year, a bunch of pressure, mm-hmm. but definitely good enough to really help free up Lawson. It's going to make it really hard to, like, when, you know, Carl Lawson comes back strong, it's going to be really hard for them to focus that we're going to be coming from both sides. I think it's going to give us everything we need, but he's, he's a rookie. He's not going to be as good as he's going to be in, you know, his second year and then his third year. Obviously, by his third year, I think he has the potential to be a 12 to 14, 15 sack guy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think he does, man, especially again. And I think not just, you know, the, 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 the pressure that he's going to bring. And again, hopefully we get Carl Lawson back good to go. He's also going to generate some push as well, but I think that those two guys with Jermaine Johnson and hopefully, again, Lawson coming back healthy and be able to push the edge, that's going to also open up things for guys like Quentin Williams. Quentin Williams is another guy that I think is going to greatly benefit from the edge pressure and greatly benefit from being able to be singled up. You're not going to be able to double-team Quentin anymore and just deal with him that way. No, you're going to have to account for some of the other guys that we have along this defensive line to help us let me tell you something. I'm so excited for Jermaine Johnson. This is a guy that the New York Jets worked with as well in the Senior Bowl, a guy that we were all excited about. And there's a lot of people, a lot of people that think he is the most pro-ready edge in the draft. Like, I'm hyped. I'm hyped. And I don't understand why certain people are upset that the New York Jets traded up to grab a guy like him, but I am not. I'm excited to Joe Douglas, looked at the situation, got aggressive, went up and got his guy, and he didn't get fleeced. Now, if this was Mike McCagnin or a general manager in the past, Mike McCagnin would have gave up the whole damn rest of the draft. He would have gave up everything. <laughs> everything. All of our second-round everything moved up. I'm going to be honest. It was one of the greatest moments of my life as a Jets fan non-game. Like, of all the drafts I've watched, of all the trades we've made, people we've signed, that was one of the greatest moments. One, when they announced the trade, and when they called yeah. in that name, J.J., it was one of the most thrilling things. I yelled so loud, I scared my dog out of the room. And I'm not exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully he's all right. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully he's all right. Now, my final question for you, Jeremy, before I let you go, because the lines are hot. You look at this situation, Brees Hall taking in the second round. What are your thoughts about the New York Jets moving up for a running back? And also, what are your thoughts about the talk of that the New York Jets were trying to move up for him in the late first round. I mean, what are your thoughts about that? Both of those uh, scenarios and situations. I loved it. It was, um, you know, Brees Hall is my number one uh, quarterback, you know, running back on my board and people would, were, would hate me in my mock drafts. People were just abusing me in the chat. We don't need a running back. There's no mm-hmm. way we're picking that high in a running back. We're going to get a good one in the four, fifth round. Why would you pick one there? And I would scream and say, you you, you know, there's not 10 great running backs in the draft. So I was like, you, you, I don't want a good running back. I want Brees Hall because he's a stud. He's a game-changing player. He's an impactful player. I don't want just an okay, another okay running back 
with playing mm. with Michael Carter. I want a special running back. I want a running back that creates fear in the defense because they can break one at any moment at any part of the game could just break one for a touchdown. And that's what Brees Hall is. Yeah. Yeah. He's fire, man. Uh, you know, like I said, I was a little shocked that we moved up for him, but the more that I looked at the situation, the more I thought about it, I was like, Hey, this guy, like you said, as well as a guy that we can kind of tag team the two headed monster, him, Michael Carter, and we're going to be running the football aggressively. And I've talked to told people about this multiple times. That's what the Niners do. And we're going to look a lot like the Niners. You know what I'm saying? We got our edge guy. We're going to be running the football healthy, heavy, and that is going to benefit Zach Wilson. It's going to take a lot of the pressure off him. It's going to allow him to lean on a running game, and that's the best thing that you can give a young quarterback that you're trying to grow, that you're trying to help progress, is a steady running game. You know what I'm saying? It helps him out a lot. So before I let you go, Jeremy, give me your thoughts. Give me your thoughts on Joe Douglas after this draft. How are you feeling about him as a general manager? Well, I was already loving JD. People know that. that but, um, but now it's at a point where JD is like, I've never loved a GM like one of the players. But like when I think of the mm. Jets, one of my favorite people on the Jets is JD. I, I absolutely love him. I think he's the answer to everything we've been waiting for for years and years. Mm, mm. Listen, Jeremy, I want to thank you for calling in, man. Hey, before I let you go, before you get out of here, give, all, give my audience just the, uh, the, the gist of everything you do on YouTube. Tell them where they can find you, all of your social media handles and everything before you get on out of here, man. Oh, sure, thanks. It's, uh, it's NFL Chaos with Jeremy on YouTube. We do live shows Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, and they're usually late night because I'm on the West Coast, so I'm the late night guy for, for the East Coast fans <laughs> at least. And um, I do a lot of panels, a lot of guests, including you. So, you know, yeah, I'd love yeah. to have people on. I'd love to talk Jets with good people that know what they're talking about, which is why, um, why I love having you on and I love having um, talking with Tigo on, just a bunch of guys. Like, we, we, we're growing and growing the channel, and it's not just me. It's a bunch of people, and you're included. You're part of the channel, too. So anybody who wants to subscribe to it, I appreciate it. Appreciate the support. Yes, absolutely, Jeremy. Listen, I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, man. You know what I'm saying? We talk a lot about this team. You have yourself a good night, all right? Take care, my friend. All right. Listen, Jeremy calling in with the fire. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515 is the number. Call in. Okay, when you call in, please be patient. We'll get to everybody. Make sure your background's good. All right, I don't need to hear echoes, weird things. Make sure your phone is good. I want to be able to hear you and your takes very clearly, all right? So next we're going to my guy from North Carolina. My guy from North Carolina is in the building. Salutes to you, my friend. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, we had a heck of a draft. Give me your thoughts about the selection of Soft Garner at four, man. How are you feeling about it? I feel good about it. Because I, I got my consolation prize in Jermaine Johnson. I went to sleep and I actually dozed off. You know, I work in the airport. I'd be tired. So I tried to stay up. I dozed. I recall I went to sleep about the 18th, 19th pick. I dozed off. And then I woke up and I was watching ESPN and they flashed, you know, put the jet, posted the jet picks. And I, and I see Soft Donner at four, uh, Garrett Wilson at uh, 10. And then I see Jermaine Johnson at 26. I said, oh my God, they did it. I was, I mean, I was just. Mm-hmm. 
oh, so happy and relieved we got an edge rusher because after uh, the yeah. Jets passed on Thibodeau, and then the Giants fan came on and said, oh, my God, I am sick. <laughs> the Giants fan came up there, and then Thibodeau, Thibodeau came up there. Like, they took pictures together. I was sick after that mess. And then uh, yeah. I said, man, and then we got Gary Wilson. I started feeling better, you know, better and better about the team, what we're doing. And then it got to about 18, 19. I thought, feeling sluggish and sleepy. So I dozed off before I knew it. I woke up, and then I said, I can't remember what number it was. I know that, you know, they had passed the Jets. They made their selection, traded back in. And once I see the posting for Jermaine Johnson, I was so happy. I said, wow, Joe Douglas did it. That had been rumored for months about us trading back in, but the hot talk was about linebacker, and then months back it was about tight end trade McBride. But actually we did do it. We, we traded back in, and we got our defense in. And this young man, Jermaine Johnson, has uh, special traits. I can understand why they went with him over Carl Loftus because he can set the edge the way Carl Loftus can, but I think he has a higher ceiling and more pass rush potential. So I see why they selected him over Carl Loftus, and I think they did the right thing. Joe Douglas has proven himself to be an excellent general manager. And uh, mm-hmm. I think I, from what I've seen of him, he's come a long way since 2020. You know, he selected uh, yeah. James Morgan. <laughs> and when he got Michael P. P. Ryan at the time, I was very unhappy about those selections. I thought it was a waste of draft resources. And it turns out yeah. I was correct. But it seems like since then, he's taken his game to a whole other level. It seems like he's learned and grown. He's not, he's not even the same general manager he was in 2020. Do you think that? He seems so different. Like this man has just yeah. learned and grown, and something on the inside is going on. We don't have privity that inside knowledge, but I think he definitely made some changes since that draft. And in the last two drafts, he just hit home runs back to back. Yeah. And what he's done is he's positioned us. And I had predicted this. I told a bus bus driver, you know, I ride with on my way to the airport in the morning when I go to work. I told him that I think this team is going to make a run for everything in 2023. Now, in the span of time, that mm-hmm. seems like a short window. But based on what Joe Douglas has done the last two years, and I look at the projection on the team, it's going to happen. We're going to make a run next year. It's going to happen yeah. that fast. Yeah, I mean, we're going to be shocked. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I can see that happen. I don't want to count my chickens before they hatch, but I could see that happening. But just coming back to this draft, man, when you yes. look at some of the situations that we have, kind of clean up your background a little bit. Your phone's echoing just a little bit. But so when you look at this situation here, right, with them taking, uh, you know, Garrett Wilson at 10, I think that that was a move that a lot of people were shocked about because I thought at 10 we were going to get a guy like uh, Jermaine Johnson. That's who I thought we were going to attack there. But with them taking Garrett Wilson at 10, can you kind of speak on him being him coming in and being able to step into our offense? What do you think that he's going to bring here for us, and how do you think he's going to help Zach Wilson? Uh, I think the way he's going to help Zach is give him another option and another weapon that's very shifty, very quick, uh, very, very good route runner, but there's no question about his route running ability and maybe his overall versatility in terms of how we can use him. He will complement Elijah Moore perfectly. He gives us another receiver that's going to be tough to cover. Now we have a pair of them that are going to be a handful to cover. And if your corners aren't good, cover our wide receiver. You can't cover Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson. I don't see that happening. Mm. I don't see that happening, especially when we start running Elijah Moore out of that slot. <laughs> it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. I think they made the right choice taking Garrett Wilson. I understand why and where they took him. They took him at 10 because they wanted to have their choice of him. After Drake London went off the board, mm. 
they they size up that situation and said, look, let's go on and, and, and make our decision right now. Don't take any chance on letting this thing slide the, down the board where there could be a run on receivers before we pick again at 35. They were correct because there was a run, an actual run, sometime late in, late in the first round on those wide receivers, and it would have been picked over so badly. It would have been a very uh, messy process, you know, finding the guy that fits us. So I think getting Garrett Wilson where they got him was perfect. It was perfect. He yeah. was an excellent pick. He was one of my top two, top two, top three wide receivers on, on my board. It was him, uh, Jameson Williams, and I think Chris Olave. Not to say I don't like Drake London, mm-hmm. but he's just not explosive enough for me. And he's more of a jump ball type. You know, he's not the type that that, that shiftiness where he can get a step on you and it's off to the races. I prefer that type. Mm-hmm. Once you get a wide receiver that's quick and, and, and twitchy and that can separate, that's where your space is going to come in because once they can shake those corners off and get on their knees and attack the ball and come back to the ball, that's where you create space, and then that's where Zach can do the rest with accuracy and quick release. You know, I think it's just a, it's a, it's a better mix, and it just, you know, suits us better than I think Drake London, yeah. you know. That's yeah, right. No, I hear you. So my final, my final question before I let you go because you really spit yeah. some takes there. Give me your thoughts on what do you think is like the strength of the Jets roster now after free agency, after the draft, after the draft now, what are you looking at and going, wow, the New York Jets have really approved here. This may be the best position, you know, that the New York Jets has. Well, looking at it overall, um, you couldn't make the case. It could be the offensive line, not just the starting unit, but the, uh, adding Max uh, Mitchell and uh, what we've done the last two years, building depth. That could be uh, an underrated position that uh, people might go to sleep on. But I really think the Jets wide receiver core, I think, uh, mm. looks to be very good. With Corey Davis looking to bounce back, Denzel Mims looking to bounce back. If those two can bounce back and play anywhere up to their potential, I mean, this wide receiver core could be really special. It could be really, really good. And I think be a problem yeah. for uh, opposing defenses, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, listen, I hear you. Look, I got to get back to these lines. Listen, my friend, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. You have yourself a good one, all right? Yeah, you too, and thank you for taking my call, as always. You take care now. Absolutely. Salute. Listen, call in with a fire. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Again, when you call in, please make sure your background good, your phone good. I want to hear from you. Make sure, you know, you're not on speakerphone. I want to be able to hear you and your takes and everything you got to say. So next, I'm going to 718. 718, you look like a new caller calling in early. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts about this New York Jets first round. How are you feeling about Sauce Garner at four? Hey, my name is Peter Hawkins, uh, known as the Phenom. Uh, uh, calling from the Bronx, New York, man. Let me Salute, first give it man. up to you, Salute. LBJ. Let me first give it up to Thank you and the you. Savages, LBJ. Uh, doing a fine job, some great content. Um, just super excited about uh, the draft. You guys have already covered it, but uh, when the Jets went back into the first round and got Jermaine Johnson, that was it for me, man, because we solidified mm. need, and, and and that was huge for us, man. And and then you then the second day you go out there and you get one of the best uh, running backs in college football, Brees Hall. Uh, you know has some lineage with uh, uh, Roger Craig, thousand thousand yard um, 
uh, a Russia receiver back in the day. Uh, you know, he's a part of his family, and he's he's going to bring something very special to the Jets because as much as I like Michael Carter, um, durable back, but you needed somebody else. You needed to continue to um, improve the the talent base on this offense, and they did that across the board. We got a I'm an Ohio State Buckeye fan, so I'm very familiar with. Um, with Rucker and, and, and Garrett Wilson and how talented those mm-hmm. guys are. So they just, the Jets, like you guys have been saying, Jets hit a home run, man. Jets hit a home run. But I was I was on a call with uh, Damian Woody, and he was talking about we, we need to really, um, we, there's no reason why we can't compete this year for a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. We should have no limitations, you know, uh, it, this team is talented enough to make the moves. Now I know there's some. Well, now I, I don't want to get. I want to. I want to keep that kind of positive because we haven't been this positive in a long time. Um, okay. So 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 Zach Wilson is 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 if he if he's surrounded by better players now, so he can now play to his level. Uh, and he's a talented kid, and we saw some real improvement from week one. To, you know, he got injured and he came back. I was there for week one. He threw four interceptions. I was pissed. But it's mm-hmm. a part of the process. Nobody comes into this league and lights it up. So uh, mm-hmm. uh, I, yeah, I'm here, really, here, I'm really excited. Here, yeah, here's my thing, Peter. And, and you're spending some takes right now, okay? And I understand everybody's hot. Everybody's hyped. I'm, hot, I'm hyped as well. I'm passionate. But I think, like you said as well, speaking to your point, what we saw Joe Douglas do, not just this off season, right? We saw him do it in free agency, where he went and got offensive linemen. He went and got a t- he went and got tight ends, right? He addressed so many things along our offense to really help to continue to invest in Zach Wilson, right? Zach Wilson is also a great pick as well, right? We also saw him get Elijah Vera Tucker in that draft. Now he comes into this draft, and what does he do? He continues to address other things in the offense as well as so Garrett Wilson, like you said, Ruckert as well. He's allowing Brees Hall going up and getting Brees Hall. He's allowing himself to continue to invest within Zach Wilson to put us in a position to figure out who Zach Wilson is, okay? No question. If you're bad, no question. if he sucks, if he sucks, okay, it's going to be because he sucks. It's not going to be the Sam Darnold syndrome where we're still having question marks about who he is, what he is, because guess what? We never gave him any talent. Now I, we don't know if I we agree. want to give him the fifth-year option. or what. Nope, none of that's going to be done here. You no, we're either going to know if you're bad or good because you're going to be surrounded with talent to be successful. Even when you talked about that first week, that first week against the Panthers, yeah, it was a rough week. You want, you want to know why? The offensive line couldn't block. No, no <laughs> Greg question. Van no Roten, Connor, McGo- uh, Connor McGovern, letting guys up the middle. He was getting smacked. I think in that game he got sacked six times, okay, in that game. Guess what? The answer, the, the, the response to that was, we're bringing back, we're bringing in Lakeland Thompson. We're going to get some tight ends that can help block. We're going to get Jeremy Rucker. We're going to start investing in the running game as well because we couldn't run the ball in that game either. 27th ranked rushing uh, game last year. 27th ranked rushing game in the league. Insanely bad if you're in a run first offense. Joe Douglas continues to invest in him, and I think that was a big part of this draft as well. Give me your thoughts on that uh, there, Phenom. Wow, uh, you said a mouthful, man. Um, but what came up for me while what you were saying was uh, my feelings have changed about Joe Douglas. Um, he mm. got rid of 
uh, two players that I thought were going to be the faces of the franchise and 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 Jamal Adams and Jamal Adams. Right. So yep. so so so. But but look what he's done with those resources as a result of it. Like you said, he moved to, he, because you can't stay in one place long. You're going to get run over. So you, he moved. He, he the Jets are in the flow. The Jets have found this flow that we're in now, and it only looks better. It, it, it's it's a hundred percent better. And and uh, man, I don't know what I got left, man. You got me all fired up. I'm ready. I'm ready to watch week one, man. I'm ready to watch week one. <laughs> That's what I'm talking. Listen, that's what we do here, okay? We get after it. That's what we do, baby. When you have a draft like this, that's what we do. Let the fire go. Listen, I come here to cause problems. I come here to rip it up. When you have a draft like this, I'm going to go crazy. All right? Now, my last question for you, Peter, before I let you go, because you bring in the heat as well. When you look at this roster, right, when you look at the situation, what is the position that you look at and you think that's still kind of a weakness? Is there a weakness on this Jets roster that you still want to see addressed a little bit? No question. It's got to be it's got to be linebacker. It's got to be linebacker. It's got to be linebacker because we're yep. one injury away from if if Mosley goes out um, we're 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 a little light there. We're a little light there. I'm yep. sure it'll be addressed as uh, you know into the last cuts of the 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 last the last cuts before the regular season starts or something along those lines. Uh, but that's it for me. I mean, if Mosley goes out, then we're we're back to almost square one. But that's where that's where I see it. Uh, but that's yeah. that's it. That's it. That's it. L- Listen, Peter, this was a phenomenal call from you. <laughs> what I'm here to do. Listen, Peter, I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, man. You really brought some takes, bro. Thank you very much, LBJ. Looking forward to spending some time with you and the Savages during the regular season. You guys have a great night. Absolutely. You have a good one. Listen, Peter calling in with the heat. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. When you call in, please be patient. We'll get to everybody. The lines are hot. Also, make sure your phone is good. Make sure your background is clear. I don't want to hear anything crazy going on. All right? Also, this is a show. I don't allow cursing on my show. I know I have new callers. I do not allow cursing. You curse, I'll get you out of here fast. Fast. Faster than we got Mike McCagney out of here. We got a real general manager in the building, ladies and gentlemen. It's Joe Douglas. Had to get Mike McCagney out of here. What a bum. Next, we're going to Rusty. Bill, Colin, Chris, we'll get to you in a second. Tommy, hold on. New caller as well. Rusty, we're coming directly to you. Salutes to you, Rusty. I want to thank you for calling in and, like, listen, Rusty. There was a lot that went on during this draft, man. A lot of things that happened. First off, Rusty, for those of you that don't know, damn, salutes, Rusty. Rusty, we're, we're, we're going off the rails right now. Give me your thoughts about Sauce Garner at four. How are you feeling about it, man? Salutes, Joe. Salutes, fellow savages. Um... Yeah, I, I I love it. 
you know, I wasn't expecting it. I really wasn't. I wasn't expecting us to go, you know, cornerback with our very first pick. But, you know, how how they think about it, you know, and the way that they did it. And, you know, best at position. They need, We needed a corner. I mean, you know, why not? If you're going to do it, you might as well go big or go home. And thank God it wasn't Stingley. You know, that's yeah. – thank God yep. they weren't in love with Stingley at all. But – uh you know, over the you know, after digesting it more and more, you know, I like it more and more. But he, you know, still he he's gotta be like that Deion Sanders type level. I'm cool with it and I don't mean you know, I'm not you know, that you know, jerk type with that, but you know, you got you got an F four, you're gonna have to deliver some sauce. I like him though. But um I really no, do I... hope he gets a little burned in preseason and it just you know, he figures it out and uh you know, just goes from there. You know, so it doesn't Listen, affect you know, us. I know... In the regular season. There's, yeah, there's a lot of Jets fans that are already saying, you know, uh, he's got to be – he's going to be Revis and all these things. I want to slow down just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Well, let's slow down. He's a young kid coming in. He's got a lot of what it's going to take to be successful at this league, but he's not going to come in off the bat at corner and just go crazy. We got to slow down with that, all right? I know we're yeah, hyped up. Yeah. I'm flying off the rails too. You know what I'm saying? But I'm <laughs> – I'm. I got brakes on my car. I think some of y'all brakes is shot. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I'm I pumping my brakes. Some of y'all literally don't have no brakes. <laughs> some of y'all don't have up. no brakes. I don't know how y'all passed that inspection at the DMV. You just took the brakes off and you just driving down the street. No, 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 no. I got brakes. Okay, I'm a. You know, I pump my brakes multiple times. All right, let's slow down. I think that uh, you know, he's gonna come in. He's gonna contribute. I'm excited to see what he's gonna bring, but I don't know about the Dion and the Darrell Revis. You know, uh, kind of comparisons, yeah. but we'll see what he's going to bring to the table. Well, but I, yeah, I, I just I hope he's, your a, you know, he's too, his Rusty. own person and delivers. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely. Know? Now, I want to get your thoughts on this, Rusty. We had a lot of discussion as we continued on through the draft. You were watching the draft with me. Now, Brees Hall in the second for a lot of people was extremely upsetting. We see in a lot of people, you know, being upset that the New York Jets were able to make that move and get him. How do you feel about us drafting Brees in the second, especially with us trading up to get him? Well, when it first happened, my head was, you know, turned into a question mark. I believe my whole face, if I was looking in the mirror, just looked like a question mark. If, you know, I was shocked. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, the, you can't deny what the kid was. The kid's unbelievable. I just, again, didn't think, you know, in the second. But when you broke down the picks, it was really our fourth you know, I didn't. It wasn't like a second round pick in a way. It was like getting four dudes. You know, you needed it. You got one at cornerback, wide receiver, defensive end, and now running back. And he could be the thunder to the lightning. You know, and then so he could be the lightning too. You know, and then the, you're just gonna get beat up, and you know you're gonna have to then you're gonna have to deal with Michael Carter, and that's gonna yeah. that's gonna put some mental strain and physical. You know, that's gonna hopefully you know, really extremely frustrate defenses. It looks like it should on paper, you know, but it, and we all know how, you know, MC Carter is. So uh, I, I'm, I'm liking it, you know, and the, the kid's no slouch, you know, he, yeah. he delivers and then some, he, he runs with a, a thud bang and does that one cut up and gone. That's what I like. I don't like really like the dancing, but if you're going to dance flow sideways, you know, how Mark Carter does, but how he is, yeah. he's just like sort of like one, two cuts and he's gone. Or he's just yeah. going to run through you or at you. And I love that. You don't really yeah. see him go out of bounds. I love that. 
Yep, I, I love that as well. I think he's going to bring definitely something to this offense. Now, another guy that I was kind of shocked the New York Jets took was Jeremy Ruckert, man. We saw him take a, a tight end in, in, that, in that next round. We saw him take him in the third. Give me your thoughts about what he brings to the table. Are you excited to have this guy, you know what I'm saying, on the roster, again, with CJ and Conklin here as well? I can't lie. At the time, I, I – I was beside myself, not in a good way, because of Chanel. Yeah. Because we, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what I was looking at, linebacker, you know, and I was thinking, you know, if we were going to go, t- you know, tight end, we'd do it at 111. So, but, you know, I understand where it is. And thank God, you know, I'm happy Chanel isn't in our division and he can be in Kansas City. And if we, when we see him, we see him. That type of deal. You know, we got our guys. So, you know, it's just, yeah. I mean, and then it's, it's awesome, too. You know, he's from the island. So he was in, like, Lindenhurst area, and uh, that's really cool. But, um, yep. yeah, I mean, hopefully he doesn't get too nervous sometimes with being the – but, you know, he'll be all right. Jitters out and stuff like that once he gets smacked once, and then he's just like, oh, all right, here we go. And he's going to start smacking people yep. around like he did Lloyd in the Rose Bowl. So, and <laughs> yeah, we'll see. So my, fi- my <laughs> yeah. final question for you, Rusty, my final question for you, is give me your thoughts on watching a lot of people in the media congratulating the Jets and saying they had an amazing draft. What are your thoughts about that, man? I laugh. I, I don't want it. I'm just going to go kick rocks. You you know, all the time, like, just oh, my whole life growing up, it was like, ha, 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 you know, the laughing stuff, you know, all this. Now, all of a sudden, they're, you know, our best friends. Uh, not, I'm good. Mm-hmm. You, you owe me, like, 15 continuous years before I'm just like, Maybe you know I don't yeah. I, I don't know I have a, and then you have a, the beat for us and stuff they're always saying whatever yep. and you have the rich chimney guy I'm it's I'm good <laughs> and then you have that you have country Connor Hughes and stuff country club Hughes I can't I can't even, he's just he's not even worth it they're all hacks you know it's, they're a joke <laughs> not even a good one okay but Look, I, yeah I that's that's my opinion on them. Okay, look, I, I hear you. I respect your take. You know, I respect everybody, but I understand the frustrations that have gone on, you know, with this fan base and media and all that stuff. I've seen them constantly disrespect us. It's been crazy. But listen, yeah. Rusty, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. It was amazing to speak with you. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. All right, my friend? Most definitely, Joe. It was great talking with you as well. And, you know, take care, Savages, and you're awesome, Joe. Gang Green. Thank you so much. Salutes to Rusty, man. Listen, Rusty brought some heat tonight, man. He absolutely brought some heat. I like what he did. Again, we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers again. When you call in, please be patient. Make sure that your background is good, clean, clear, good to go. I want to be able to hear you. Make sure your phone's good. Also, for new callers, all right, do not curse when you call into my show because I will get you out of here fast. I'm talking fast. Faster than we got Adam Gaze out of here. Get your out. Get out. We got, we got Sulla in the building. We got Joe Douglas in the building. We had to clean out the funk. We had to get those guys out of here. So we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, everybody, please be patient. We'll get to everybody. I'm now going to 609. 609, I'm coming directly to you. You look like a new caller. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts about the first-round draft selections of the New York Jets. 
Yo, Joe, this is JC from JC Sports Talk, my brother. How are you doing? JC, first off, JC, we already know what time it is. Salute to you. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, man, we had a draft, JC. Give me your thoughts about it, man. How, what was it like watching us be able to get Garrett Wilson, Sauce Garner, who moved back up and got Jermaine Johnson? What was the pick that you loved the most that the New York Jets made? Man, look at this, man. First of all, man, congrats, man. You already know I'm an Eagles fan, man. You know, we already yep. collabed before we played each other. Yep. So I'm going to tell you right now, like the Jets hands down won this. I mean, yo, they won the draft in the first round. Like they didn't have to pick no more. After the first round, hey, y'all could have just shut everything down and y'all would have won the draft. There's no way the Jets get three, not one, not two, but three caliber Pro Bowl players in the first round. Sauce Gardner, to get Sauce, and then to get, like most people think, the best wide receiver in the draft in Garrett Wilson. And to top it off, I'm thinking Dallas is about to get J.J., Jermaine Johnson, and, and, and all of a sudden, the Jets got it. I'm like, man, thank God they're not in my division because, yo, I'm telling you right now, the Jets are on a come up, especially from last year. Y'all still got Elijah Moore, um, you know, Zach Wood. I mean, yo, y'all doing y'all thing, man. I got to give y'all your props, man. Yeah. Yeah, listen, listen. I'm telling you, JC. Here we go. The fire is with us right now. Joe Douglas, our general manager, has changed things around here. A lot of those moves, those aggressive moves, were things that needed to be made, and he handled business. He worked this draft board so smartly, it was insane. Now, my next question for you, JC, because you're an Eagles fan. We go back and forth. Give me your thoughts about you guys getting A.J. Brown, man. What were your thoughts about that situation? Man, yo, that was crazy. Like, I didn't see that coming. If anybody Mm. told you they saw Eagles making a trade for A.J. Brown, like, they would have been crazy because the whole time leading up to the draft, during the draft, Titan was like, no, we are keeping A.J. Brown. There's no way we are letting him go. 24-year-old Pro Bowl caliber, like, type of receiver, and you let him go for a – a 13, basically. So I could say that there's no wide receiver right now coming out of the draft that is better than A.J. Brown because A.J. Brown is a proven vet. In, mm. um, you know, to get him at the 13th, um, and then, and no, no, no. As a matter of fact, we traded the 18th pick for mm-hmm. A.J. Brown, and then we gave up a third. And we signed him to four-year, $100 million. You know, it, um, it's been reported it's about five years. But, man, that is a game-changer because our division, you know, with the C.D. Lamb, blah, 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 the Eagles went from having one of the worst receiving core in the NFC East to one of the best receiving core in, 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 in NFC East, possibly the NFL. Mm. Okay, okay. Listen, J.C., before I let you go, man, are you going to be watching the Jets this year? This is my final question for you. 
Are you watching the Jets this year, JC? Can we get you to watch this team with us, bro? Hey, man, look, y'all got my support, man. Y'all got my support for <laughs> sure. You're not in the NFC, so I ain't got to boo y'all. Hey, I'm, and we definitely don't play each other this year, so I'm rooting for y'all underdog because, hey, to see, you know, every year there's a team that goes from worst to first, and who knows? Who knows? I know, yo, the AFC is really, really crowded. Um, the AFC East with the Patriots to me um didn't do anything this draft, so they might take a step mm-hmm. back. Um, the Dolphins and the Bills, um, they're gonna be tough. But I tell you what, the Jets are not a cakewalk, man. They are not gonna be a pushover. Yeah. And y'all gonna go in every you know, every game fighting and I look I look, I'm happy for y'all, man. I like to see, you know, a franchise that at least have a chance to compete and not like, oh, my God, we play the Jets. That's a guaranteed win. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Listen, I'm telling you, we're going we, we're gonna to be all right this year. I'm going to say that. We're going to come out. We're going to fight. I'm telling you, we're going to surprise a lot of people. You'll be yapping about the New York Jets. So, listen, JC, I got to get back to these lines. I want to thank you for calling in tonight, my friend. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? Yes, sir. Hey, hey, man, I love what you're doing, man. Keep it up, man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You have a good one. All right, my friend. All right, later. All right. Listen, JC calling out. I know he's an Eagles fan, but you know. We can hit him. We got to hit him with that. You know what I mean? He called in. He gave his praise to the Jets. Salutes to him. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. We're getting to everybody. Again, when you call in, please be patient, okay? We will get to everybody. Please be patient. Next, I'm going to my guy, Bill. Bill, I'm coming directly to you. Chris, Venom, Tyrone, Tommy, we'll get to you in a second. Salutes to you, Bill. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, Bill. This draft is something else. People are are fired up. Joe Douglas did his thing. Give me your thoughts about the New York Jets' first-round draft selections. How are you feeling about Wilson, Sauce Garner, and Jermaine Johnson? What are your thoughts about him, man? Thank you, Joe. Loved your show, man. It was great watching it live. Joe Douglas is making him sick, man. He's making him sick. The whole league, man. You see all these people on social media. They don't know what to do with themselves. The Jets are competitive now. The doormat, somebody Mm. removed their favorite doormat. They're sick. Mm. It's hilarious, man. I love it. Yeah. Joe, yeah. Joe took every he, – he, he did it. He did what he had to do. I know a lot of people were nervous with the pick in front of, at four. They wanted to see Thibodeau. Uh, mm. That didn't work out. But, you know, at the end of the day, there's three guys arguably near the top, if not the top guy at the position, the positions in need. A lot of – like I said, the free agency is a lot of depth that's been accumulated. We'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. And i got to train them up, like Salah said. He's like, hey, he was on the team once uh, where everyone said it was a D-minus where they got Russell Wilson, they got Bobby Wagner, and uh, I get the third dude. Everyone called him a D-minus. He's like, you never know. you got to train him up. But Salah, you know, he's got his squad around him. He's got his team. He got. I think the biggest thing we're overlooking is everyone says get weapons for Zach. But Zach has been out there working his butt off this whole summer, this whole uh, offseason. He's going all over the country. He's working yep. out with everyone. He's working out with Denzel Mims, who if mm-hmm. you can get him on the same page, that's more depth. So I think a lot of people are looking at this thing from the draft, but long-term, you know, look at this team now. This is the kind of team that when they can make some noise and win in a conference right now or in a division even where previous guys said to look at New England, they're looking kind of shaky, uh, I think, the last couple of years 
there's no more Tom Brady to negotiate and bring guys in the free agency up there, so we'll see what happens. But make a lot of noise in the next year. So very excited. It's a great draft. I think everyone's excited. Like I said, it's just uh, you see those people out there hate us, but, man, they, they, they don't know what to do with themselves. They're nervous. Yeah. I'm telling you. Listen, <laughs> Bill, you're speaking facts. There are so many people that want to hate. I'm talking want to hate, bro, that it's just – they don't know what to do now that we got people oh. in the building that know what they're doing, that are making solid moves. They just they don't know what mm-hmm. to do with themselves. They're so used to using us, like you said as well, as the doormat, so used to using us as the punchline of people's jokes. Now they can't do yep. that, and they're looking around like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Well, they're trembling, man. They don't know what to do with themselves. They're trembling. They don't know what to do. They don't know what to say. They're sitting there trying to figure out ways, trying to, trying to downlight the draft, like, oh, well, the, the value, shut up with the value, okay? We got four guys off the bat who are going to make an impact. I like uh, Rucker as a guy. We have a couple of years behind the two, uh, one and two tight ends. This guy's going to be ready to be a number one or two tight end for years to come. Uh, yep. You know, we got some guys with depth down the, uh, in the later part of the draft who could come in for rotation. And as you mentioned before, mm-hmm. the pass rush. You know, you got the before this all happened. We we're talking about do you who do you want it for? I said sauce. Trying to figure how you can make sauce work. Sauce takes away half your field, and your your, your coverage can lead to sacks. And now we got the coverage in the back end and the pressure up front. That's a game changer right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Now, changer. give me your so thoughts about this, Bill, because we we talked about a lot of different things, right? The guys in the first getting Rucker, but there was a lot of people trying to hate on Brees Hall being selected in the second. Jets moved up to get themselves a <laughs> the running back. Give me your thoughts mm-hmm. about him, and give me also give me your thoughts about the move. Did you like the value that we gave up to go up and get him? Gave up a fifth round pick ever. That's the equivalent of a fifth round pick. That was it. That's it. Yeah. And it was, it was <laughs> we got we gave a fifth round pick to get the best running back. And so, too many people like just want to parrot or whatever. I don't know where they get these thoughts from or these ideas. But if you could pick up a guy like Brees Hall who's going to compliment, not even compliment. He's going to now have Michael Carter as his compliment to spell him. It's just depth across the mm-hmm. board. You know, like you said, if someone goes down, no longer we, we, you know we're not worried about that. You get a premier running back, potentially the premier one in the draft for just a fifth-round pick. I think you do that every time. So when you look at the mm. big picture, Joe Joe is he's like a Bond villain out there. He's a, no one, They don't know what to make of this guy. Joe D, it sets him up for years. He's been accumulating these picks to make the right move. This is the time where his plan – it's the first time we've had a GM who actually has a plan. So I think I understand people are kind of shocked, don't know what to make of it. But the man, first year, he just had to clean house. It was, he, was like, he was like plunging the toilet that – McCagnan left. It was just a wreck. He had to clean up the place, cleaned up, cleaned up the cap space, made his acquisitions to get the trading uh, assets, and he turned them over. Free agents, that's going to come next. Everyone's going to take a look where we can have a, a, be in a good position, get some wins. Zach has been working hard. He's a smart guy. When we're in a position to make the next step to challenge Buffalo, then you'll see the free agents coming, and then the plan will be complete. So I'm very excited. This is, I think, this is year one. Even though we had a couple of years, this is the year where we're going to start seeing some results right now, and I'm very excited about that. We all should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Now, my final question for you, Bill, is when you look at this roster now, right, after free agency, mm-hmm. after the draft, what do you think is the strength of the New York Jets roster when you look at it right now? Yeah, strength defensive line has been for years. Mm-hmm. Rotation's deadly. I mean, you rotate any of those guys in to get pressure and – I, I don't see how you how you deal with that. You know, offensive line coach, you have to you're going to be sitting up late at night figuring that one out. That's for sure. From the strength side, I mean, I heard you mention weakness before. Just quickly, 
I, I'm also agree. Yeah, the linebacker I'm concerned with. There's no depth there, but you know they have a lot of the safety, safety and linebackers. So like the 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 the, the middle of the, the defense there, little concerned. Um, got a lot of guys who are safeties who are playing linebackers, so maybe you can throw some of those guys at safety. But from the linebacker standpoint, you know maybe some guys that they can, you know, they're, they're going to have to look and see who drops off, who's available. We still have some cap space. There's still free agents out there. Not exactly sure who, but you know, Joe's going to have to work the phones to get someone in there for some depth because, like I said, that's depth all over the place, depth at quarterback, depth, defensive line, getting a nice rotation on the receivers in there without having to give up everything to get Debo, who, you know, he he would he probably would have come, but, you know, John Lynch wasn't going to give that up. That's probably going to cost him his job down the road when they lose him for nothing. But we didn't need him. We got, we, got, we, got a, we got our guy. We got Wilson, and we're good to go. Yeah, yeah, he did. Listen, I want to thank you for calling in, Bill. It's phenomenal to speak with you. You have yourself a good night, my friend. You the man, Thank you so much. Listen, Bill calling in with fire. Yeah. Listen, first off, I want to thank V Man with the big, 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 big I said I want to thank V Man with the big, 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 big donation. V Man says, Long Beach Joe, look at the pic I sent you on Twitter, which I will soon. All right. He says, by the way, the Jets have a better roster on paper than the Patriots. That's what I'm talking about, V Man. You already know. <laughs> Again, I want to thank V-Man with the big, big, big donation, man. I want to thank you. Salute to you and thank you for giving to the platform. So we'll keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. You know what I'm saying? We're taking all callers and we get into it. But hold on. Before we get there, Salutes to Kevin Ramos with the big, 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 big donation. I said salutes to Kevin Ramos with the big, 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 big donation. Kevin Ramos says, fired up after the draft. The Jets will get a wild card playoff spot in 2022. I've been a Jets fan for 40 years. Salutes to you, Kevin, with the big donation. Kevin talking facts, man. We'll see. We'll see. It's been 40. It's been it's been tough. It's been tough. You know what I mean? We'll see what's going on going forward. All right? We got a lot of things coming. We got to see what's going on with Zach Wilson. All right? Hopefully he steps up. But I'm telling you, we are hyped after this draft. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Before we get there, though, the New York Jets also have some undrafted free agents that they signed as well. Zonovan Knight, DQ Thomas, CJ Brewer, Irvin Charles, Savion Williams, Alan George, Keyshawn Abram, DeAndre Torrey, Tony Adams as well from Illinois. Listen, we got some guys in the building as well, undrafted guys that we're bringing in. I know we may have other guys coming in here as well, but those are the guys that we have, you know, signing in the building too. So we're going to see what the New York Jets do with those draft picks. So we're going to get back to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Again, when you call in, please be patient. All right? 
We'll get to everybody. Please like the stream, too. Hit that thumbs up button. Subscribe as well if you haven't subscribed, and hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. So next, I'm going to my guy, Tommy. We're going to Tommy. Venom will come to you, and also, you know, 347 will be coming to you as well. Chris will come to you as well. Tommy, salutes. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, Tommy, we had a draft, man, all right? We talked, you know, during the first round of the draft. You were hyped. You were excited. That second round came. You were still hyped, excited. I know about Brees. Give me your thoughts about Ruckert, man. How do you feel about the New York Jets drafting him? And what do you think he's going to be able to do on this roster at tight end with CJ and Conklin? Hey, uh, how are you, Joe? Listen, man, this, this was a franchise-defining draft. This, this draft mm-hmm. was from top to bottom. It was great. And first and foremost, I, like, I want to congratulate you, Joe. Because like, you wanted edge, you wanted edge and edge, and yeah. and we the Jets for the first time in a long time, they they actually yeah. took not one but two first round caliber edge rushes, and I and I'm gonna tell you why, I'm a, I, I know you talked about Mike Clemens. How? Yeah, Mike Clemens. He, he's, he's uh yeah. You think yeah. he's a first round he, caliber? Well, go ahead. Well, talk to with this, with this, what they're saying, he was he was. Borderline day one, borderline day two draft pick. I mean his 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 caliber of play. So if he is borderline gate day one, day two, he's that's first or second round. And this mm. and bringing him in at this, you know, at where we got him, we got him with our seventh pick. And, and we, we we had a lot of great picks, and we took him with our last pick, and that the last pick was in the fourth round. So. This guy, I mean, I know he had he had some issues and whatever, but he well he didn't have he didn't have no resisting well, here, arrest. Here's, here's the thing. No? Yeah, here, here's the mm-hmm. thing, Tommy. Here's the thing, Tommy. And I hear you. Look, I, like I, I said before the draft, everybody knows I wanted edge pressure. I wanted us to get edge. Yes, we got Jermaine Johnson at 26. Love to trade up to move to 26 to grab him. Russ, uh, uh, you know, Tommy's talking about us taking. You know, Clemens in the fourth, he feels like he could have been a day one guy or a day two guy. Okay, I respect that, and I get it. Now, here's where I was surprised with the Clemens move, okay? I understand it's a fourth-round pick, but he has a lot of red flags. He also has an injury history, too. But outside of the injury history, the arrest. And that, that's what I want to ask you about, Tommy. Are you concerned about those arrests? Are you concerned about those red flags and him running into issues with the law? Because, again, we've seen that cost well, players in the NFL. We've seen it ruin people's careers and then not really getting anything out of a player because they can't stop, you know, getting in, getting in stuff off the field. Well, Joe, it's too late to be concerned about that. You know, um, Joe Douglas, had, he had a meeting with his security team, and they came up with a conclusion that the risk was worth the reward here. And you know, you know why? Oh. You know why, why I think? You know why I think they picked him? Even though he had all that, you know, all that nonsense about him, he had, he had the rap sheet, all that he was a team captain. No, you didn't mention that, Joe. This guy was a team mm-hmm. captain in in Texas A and M. So you know how you know how Joe also likes his team captain. So you know I, they figured mm-hmm. let's go with it. You know, I mean, they're gonna get more. The risk is worth the reward at this point. It's the last pick, you know. And we had this marvelous no. draft all around from top to bottom. Yeah, no, I, look, look, I, like I said, I, I think that Clemens has the ability. He has the traits as well. This is a guy that's 6'5", you know, ran a 4'8". He's got what it will take. But, again, there's a question. Like I said, we just talked about the, 
the arrest and things like that, but there's also an injury history. But, again, he's a fourth-round pick. He's going to come in. We have a solid defensive line. If he can get in here and really get within the rotation, he's a guy that could absolutely have an impact. I'm not bashing that pick as well. We'll see what he turns out to be. Now, when you look at another pick as well, a lot of Jets fans love Max Mitchell taking in the fourth. Give me your thought about him and what he's going to bring to this, you know, kind of offensive line depth here. Well, we we needed we we needed um, we needed an offensive tackle, you know, a swing tackle. And Joe, what people are not saying, I don't I don't know if you caught this, but Pro Football Focus graded him as the highest graded tackle in the nation, graded tackle in the nation. And look, this is a sleeper pick, sleeper pick. <laughs> Joe, I mean, oh, listen, I, I Tommy, real. I hear you. Listen, I hear you, but the Pro Football Focus also told us that Connor McGovern was a top ten center. You know, I'm not trying to disrespect anybody. I, I, I'm All not right. trying to you know. disrespect those guys. I respect them, but Connor McGovern. No, 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 no. All right, I'll just say. <laughs> I'm just saying, All right, he's so not top 10 center. But, you know, I respect it. No, I respect that's it. I think, I think Max, Mitchell, uh, Max Mitchell is a tough guy. He's going to come in. I think that he can really help us. He is talented. Now, I know that there's a lot of talk about him. You know, he needs to pick up weight. You know, so he needs to get a bit stronger. But he's a developmental guy. And I think a lot of people don't think about it like this as well, as we've seen Joe Douglas take developmental guys, you know, in his past drafts as well that actually really picked up steam. I remember – you know, Cam Clark, anybody remember him? He was a guy that actually was supposed to, you know, possibly be our starting yeah. right guard before he went down, dealt with the injury. We ended up with Greg Van Roten starting. That was horrible. But everybody was fired up about Cam Clark and what he was doing before that injury, and he showed a lot of promise and a lot of potential. So I think that I like this pick of Max Mitchell as well coming in here from Louisiana. I think Joe Douglas did a good job there. And, again, it sets up a situation that – if this, the, the extension doesn't work out with George Frant, we can move on from him, and we can allow Mitchell to kind of take over that spot because he should be ready back then. So I, I really like that too, Tommy. Now, my last well question said, for well you, Tommy. Said. Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. my last question for you, man, before I let you go. This has been fire where the lines are hot. When you look at this situation, when you look at this New York Jets draft, right, what do you think is the weakness of this roster right now? What is a position group that you look at and you say, Ugh, I still want to see it addressed a bit more. Joe, I got a lot to say, but I'm going to answer your question, and I'm going to tell you, defensive tackle. You know, we, never, we didn't replace okay. we didn't replace Baldi Fatakasi. We didn't replace him. So we, that, that's the okay. hole right now. That that's mm-hmm. our that's our that's one of our major problems right now. So even mm-hmm. though you know they're talking. They're talking about our two edge rushes we just drafted that they're they're solid against the run as well, and I'm I guess it's gonna affect it's gonna affect you know all the positions you know every position affects each you know one another especially on the defense, but um mm-hmm. we 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 have we really lost something something special there in Foley, you know so yeah. I mean I, I like that guy I that I was I, I like that guy it was a good pick, um yeah yeah I'm just get, get, getting back to your original your original um question before I change before I, I'm sorry I changed the yeah, subject. Yeah, I'll, give you, the, I'll give you the last word before I let you go. Go ahead. Well, my last word in two in two sentences. Here we go. You're about the tight end, Jeremy Rucker. I mean, mm-hmm. I had I had 
the Jets taking Trey McBride because I mean that's not, that's how much that's how much I wanted a tight end. I wanted a great tight end. Yeah. And they're saying this, yep. this guy Trey Bucket might be, even be better than him. So that was like that was a super yeah. sleeper pick as well. You know. Yeah. And he's gonna yeah. open up I mean, holes. He's gonna, he's gonna open up holes. You know for and for for Brees Hall man. We got Brees Hall. I don't know how we got Brees Hall. I was so thrilled about this guy, Brees Hall. I know you wasn't crazy about it at first, but I was. At first, and you know. If you, yeah, I know. But listen, NFL Next Generation states the grade on him was a 99 overall. They gave him a 99 draft mm-hmm. score. And the previous person to get that, it was in 2016. Guess who it was? Mm-hmm. Der- Derrick Henry. Derrick okay. Henry had the same ninety nine same ninety nine draft score as Brees Hall. All right? And yeah. in twenty eighteen, you know who got ninety nine? Saquon Barkley. I mean we're we're talking look, we're look. talking a runner here. We're talking a run a look, running back. And we we're back in it. Tommy, we're back in it. Tommy, you are talking straight facts. I mean, look, this this guy Brees, um like I said, initially if we were all watching the draft together. I wanted us to go edge again. I wanted Boye Mafe. He was there. But once the pick came, I was kind of shocked. I was, I was, actually, I was very shocked. But the more I started to think about it, the more I thought this is going to benefit Zach Wilson. In Absolutely going to benefit him. So I like the move. Again, salutes to Tommy for calling in. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639, 515 515- Six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy D. I'm going to D. Venom Chris will come to you in a second. Nine one seven will come to you as well. Salutes to you, D. I want to thank you for calling in tonight, D. Listen, this was a fired up draft, man. This has been a fired up show. Give me your thoughts about the New York Jets first round draft pick selections, man. How did you feel about it? What's good, Joe? What's going on, man? Uh, I love the picks. Honestly, I, I love the picks. I knew I knew we we had to get Sauce. We got to get Sauce to match up with these these receivers in the AFC East now in our division. Um, Garrett Wilson, I loved it. Uh, coming back to get the DN, I knew he would fall. I, I mean, I'm not big on him, but getting him at 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 uh, 26, at pick 26, I I, I I'm not gonna complain about that. Okay. 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 Yeah. Look, I, I like the move. I like the the trade up. I was pretty big on him. I think he. Again, we talked about him being a top ten guy. To be able to grab that guy at twenty six, I think is huge for the New York Jets. Very big, especially when you look at some of the other picks that we made. Now, Garrett, uh, us grabbing Garrett Wilson as well, I thought was a good move. But Brees Hall in the second kind of surprised me a little bit initially. Give me your thoughts about that selection, man. What are your thoughts about us taking a running back in the second round? Love it. Beast Hall. That's his name. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, you know what? <laughs> a lot of people didn't think we would do it. I, I'm glad we did it, man. Uh, when the last time we had actual a featured back, I'm, I mean, honestly, it hasn't been one like that since Curtis Martin. And guess what number Curtis Martin wear? Yeah, you already know. You already know. You already know. Now, do you speak in you speak in truth right now? You bring in the heat. My final question for you is: After this draft, man, how much confidence do you have in Joe Douglas as a general manager? Just continuing going forward with this football team. 
Joe Douglas is great as a uh, he's he's doing a hell of a job as a GM. I'm not worried about him. I'm worried about the coaches. Yeah. Mm, I'm worried okay. about the okay. I'm honestly I'm worried about the coaching staff for you know, we got a supposedly we had a defensive guru and we finished last in the league. That yeah. that's that's well, I mean, right there. Yeah, but there were there were some needs there, and we did have some, we did have some some uh, we did have some injuries, but there were some needs. I think with Jermaine Johnson being in the building, helping that edge, and also Carl Lawson hopefully coming back healthy, he's going to help us get some bend. This entire defensive scheme is about pressure. If you can't get pressure, you're going to be dead in the water. We made adjustments, we did a lot of different things, but there were some issues going. But listen, D, I want to thank you for calling in tonight, man. It was phenomenal to speak with you. You have yourself a good night, my friend. All right, you too. Back to the Henny, man. <laughs> all right, that was good. Listen, D over there doing his thing, all right? I respect it. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. You know what I'm saying? Again, please give the stream a thumbs up. Wherever you're watching me from, please subscribe to the stream. Also, hit that notification bell so when you so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. You know, we're going to get to everybody. Please be patient. Next, I'm going to my guy, Venom. Venom, I'm coming directly to you. Chris, I'll come to you next. BK, you'll be next as well. Salutes to you, Venom. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Venom, for those of you that don't know, you know what I'm saying, Venom is a savage. God, man, don't mess with Venom G's. No matter what, you know, there's a lot of things you want to do, but you don't want to mess with Venom. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. So, now listen, Venom. Venom, we had a draft here. Give me your thoughts about the New York Jets first-round picks, man. Man, it was amazing, man. You know, some of it, I know we was watching it together, man. We was talking about smack together. So I know. Yep, yep. We hated hated the whole dragged out. You know presentation, but yo, our picks we we not to we not to ball out the park, man. <laughs> yep, yep. We not to ball out the you park know, the first round, man. I I I can't believe it. Like we were the wide receiver at ten, we was like, what? What the? We didn't address the edge, and we were, we were going yeah. back and forth for the. Then we see at twenty six, we see them pop up. We like, yo, who they gonna get, man? Then we yep. see JJ get picked. Jay, you know, Joe, I can't, I can't, they did their thing, man. They they did the first round. They did a great job. And then we tuned in for day two. We're like, yo, oh, why, why are we take a running back? We got Michael Carter. What, what are they doing? What are, yeah. You know, and then we start putting it together. We're like, oh, yeah, Michael Carter was hurt. We were picking people up off the street to play running back. And then we were like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. That's a, that's a good pick. And then went down to the offensive line and then the, tight end, I think they, they, they hit this one out of the park, man. You know, and, and you know, whatever, whatever there's a, a, there's a gift and a curse, man. So without, um, without our previous coach, Michael Gase, uh, he, we wouldn't have Joe Douglas. So I see with Joe Douglas and, and him bringing in Salah, I think this is a great way they're restructuring the team. And now you yeah. can see they're both in line with their two first picks, man. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I, I really love what Joe Douglas did. Vinny, you might want to fix your phone. You're kind of going in and out. But um, I really like what Joe Douglas 
did in this situation, like you said as well, making sure that he grabbed, you know, he got Sauce Garner first. I was a little shocked when he passed on Kayvon Thibodeau, right? Then he went and grabbed Garrett Wilson, like you said as well. We were watching that live. We were fired up. And then I was like, man, where's the edge pressure coming from? Well, he trades back up and he grabs Jermaine Johnson, which was big as well. I thought that that was huge. Going into the second round, he grabs Brees, which I didn't think he would take a running back there, especially with Boya on the board. But like you said, too, the more that we thought about that pick, the more that we started to look around and say, okay, you know what? They want to run the football more. They want to be more effective running the football. You get yourself two backs. Then they grab Jeremy Rucker in the third round, which is, I mean, that's just screaming, hey, we're going to start to run the football. We're going to, you know, ground and pound. We're going to look a lot like the Niners look offensively, which is, what our offense is all about. So once he continued to move, you know, through these drafts and he started to make these picks, you started to see that. And that was one thing that you said as well, Venom, is when you looked at the situation, you start to look at the running back and you say, okay, we got Michael Carter, who was phenomenal for us last season. You add Brees Hall, it starts to put pressure on guys like, like Ty Johnson, you know what I'm saying, who we thought we would get a lot yep. more out of last season that we didn't. You know what I mean? There was a lot of drops yeah, by Ty Johnson, a lot of fumbles. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So it starts to put a little pressure on them. You know, you know what I'm saying? Am, am I right? Yeah. Am I right, Venom? I'm just saying. You definitely right. You definitely right, bro. Yeah. Because you can see it in San Fran. Remember, they had Mustard, they had Clemens, they had mm-hmm. a, a different variety of backfields. So they had it. Yep. Like created something like what we see now. So yeah. I, I think we're running the same same scheme. And we'll see. I think we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of new bandwagoners this year, man. So you know, <laughs> oh, your channel your channel's going to influx, Joe. Your channel's going to influx. You can see it I'll starting it. already, you know, man. Yeah, yeah. Please subscribe. Yeah. I'll take it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They don't call y'all bandwagons. That's I don't call anybody you know, bandwagons. I, I, over yo, here. I, you know, I, I call I, you I welcome from day one, man. We been, we been here. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it, bro. You know, I'm loving it, man. Yeah. I, I, I love to see how everything is progressing in the right direction, bro. So, bro, as yeah. we continue on, man, my next question for you is: as you look at this roster right now, right after free agency, after the draft, what do you think is the New York Jets' weakest position group at this point? Oh man, I, I, I still want the. I would feel more comfortable if that center position was, you know, something that we addressed, um, you know, and hopefully it will be next year. But I want to give Connor McGovern a good shot and see what he, if he can produce with the talent around Mm -hmm. him. But if not, we got to address that next year. So, uh, you know, that's the one area that I see need addressing. I think every other area is pretty much good. I think next year in the linebacker position, we got, the two rookies we drafted last year. So they'll understand the system a lot more. They were even hurt last year. So, you know, we, we would just, you know, run in the practice squad team out there. So I think we have a lot of pieces in place. It's just more about getting mm-hmm. the reps and them seeing the field a lot more. So I don't, I don't we, we just don't see it because they haven't been on the field enough. So we don't feel comfortable within them. So once we get to see them a full season, I think we'll we'll say, yo, we're not in a bad spot at all, because Joe Douglas mm-hmm. did a great draft yo, last year, and I, and we just need to see the players on the field. And and yeah. yo, I, I can't wait to see my man Mims back on the field. He's looking like he's going to be good this year. You know, I I know okay. we have to go back and forth. The same thing I said about my man Hernan too, but 
you know, men's men's mm-hmm. looks like he's going to step up this year. Mm-hmm. I want to remind everybody that uh, Venom G is fully uh, back for Turnden. I want to remind everybody. <laughs> I want to remind man. everybody of that. Uh, let's give it to him again. That's all I'm saying. Uh, this was Chris Herndon's yeah. biggest fan. It was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. Yeah. But we're on a better and different path, okay? Look at our yeah, tight end position different now. Trajectory, man. Yeah, we got look CJ, off. Don't we look got Conklin. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Listen, Venom, I got to get back to these lines, man. I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, Venom, you already know I want to hear from you, bro. Absolutely. Salute. <laughs> Venom calling in. I'm just saying, you know, it kind of is what it is. He he supported Chris Herndon. Salutes to Venom G's. You know what I mean? Salutes to Venom G's. <laughs> We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to 64, or excuse me, 469. 469, I'm coming directly to you. BK Chris will come to you next. 469. Six nine, we're coming directly to you. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts about the New York Jets first round draft selections, my friend. You kidding me? Uh, are you talking to me, Joe? Yes, I am. Four six nine, what's going on? Six one zero nine zero two. Oh my God, man! I, I want your autograph. First of all, I'm an old grumpy Jets fan here. I I was in college, 1985. The Dolphins oh, okay. beat the heck out of us, 45 to zero, I believe. Uh, you were in diapers still, uh, Joe. Uh, but anyway, um, <laughs> I, I love Go you. So I, I'm going to do everything I can to get your subscribe up to like freaking. I can't believe you. We, <laughs> golly, man, there's a lot of jet contests out there that 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 have like 10,000. Uh, subscribers, 20,000, man, you deserve to have at least 15,000. And anyway, Thank my you. background, I grew up in the Bronx. I live in about 20 miles east of Dallas right now. I uh, okay. diehard Jets fan. I have to hear all these, uh, all these Dallas Cowboys fans, uh, uh, like, like talking about uh, their Super Bowl win. But, but in reality, the last, if, if you go back to, if you Google, uh, do the, your research, the last, the last 10, 20 years, the last 15 years, the Jets, Head to head with Dallas Cowboy, we we beat the heck out of them. We have better records than them, anyway. Mm-hmm. And I, I met Troy Aikman, not a big fan of him, but anyhow, I I I am on cloud nine right now, Joe. I I, I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I I just I just can't believe like this guy this guy Joe Dog was a magician. It's yeah. He, he brought yeah. in Soft Gardner. This guy is to me his freaking his god man. He, he's this guy, this guy is like Darrell Revis, uh, uh, Richard Sherman on steroids. Listen. Okay. Yeah. Listen. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm telling listen, you right now. Listen. Hold. Hold on a second. Listen. I, I, you're fired up. I am as well. Right. We are headed in a different direction. We have a general manager that understands. He understands. Listen. I am right there with you. I'm hyped up too. Now I hear what you're saying. You, you're looking at Sauce Garner. You think he's phenomenal. I know a lot of Jets fans love what we did there, right? You got Garrett Wilson in the building as well at 10. Give me your thoughts about him trading up for Jermaine Johnson. How did you feel about that move, man? Jermaine Johnson is, besides 
freaking good-looking motherfucker. Uh, I'm sorry, no, I can't cuss in this. Watch, watch, uh, watch your language. He, yeah, don't curse. Oh no, 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 I, know, I apologize. I, I just, I just can't help myself. He, besides a good-looking man, he's uh man. Just, just, just take a look at the senior bowl, man. This guy is incredible. This guy, I understand about Thibodeau and uh, Eaton, uh, Hutchinson, whatever, but, but this guy. Incredible, Jermaine Johnson, and, yeah. and the, you know I was, and a lot of like stupid general manager out there things off the field, it, whatever issue. I I I don't, I just I I didn't get it. But anyhow, for us to trade up to get him, he's gonna, he's a he's very appreciative. He he understand. He, yeah. He 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 he's gonna he's gonna think about when he play all his team that passed on him, made him like yeah. like drop him to the twenty six. He he's gonna yep. he's gonna think about those teams. And anyway, before all the Jet Nations out there, I just wanna I just wanna give credit to I just wanna thank the Houston Texans, the Atlanta Falcons, uh, and the uh, the, the Titans. Uh, the the Texans, I, I thank them because they they picked they didn't get Sauce. You know they got pretty good. Yep. They got pretty good guys too. But but Sauce is the one man. I I like this guy. I I just wanna. Oh God, I, I just want to meet him. I'm going to yeah, meet him one listen. day. But anyway, this guy is professional. Listen. He's all about business. Yeah, he's a good person. I yep. can tell he came from a, a a good humble family. He's he's all about his family. His mom. He's gonna he he's gonna be the jet. This guy's gonna be jet for life. And and the jet's gonna yeah. gonna give him some some good money uh after his rookie yep. contract's over. Listen. But anyway, I think the Houston Texans are not picking him. And I think Atlanta yep. Falcons for picking Drake London and not Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson is not a good, another good dude. This guy is Marvin. Yep. He's listen. I, I'm telling you right now, these these guys are going to be phenomenal. The guys that we took in this first round, they're coming in like you said as well. Sauce Garner. We got Garrett Wilson. It's a lot to be fired up about here, man. It absolutely is. Listen, I want to I I thank you for calling in, my friend. It was amazing to speak with you. You have yourself a good night. Listen, he was he brought in and breathed the heat, man. We're going to keep getting to these lines. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Next, I'm going to my guy, BK Trainer. Salute to you, BK. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, man, we got a lot of heat. This show's hot right now. A lot of things going on. Give me your thoughts about the New York Jets' first-round pick selections, man. How did you feel about Garrett Wilson, Sauce Garner, and the trade-up for Jermaine Johnson? What were your thoughts about it, man? I loved it. I loved it. Listen, man, they needed that. They needed to get winners, okay? And they looked like Mm -hmm. they're they're winners, you know what I'm saying? They addressed everything that they needed in that first round. Um, To to Mm -hmm. come up to to to, uh, 26 and get Jermaine Johnson, Man, that was that was solid, man. I'm really proud of the, the organization for doing what they just did. Yep, yep, I am as well, man. Especially like you said, a lot of the moves that was made, we were mm-hmm. kind of all kind of sitting there after ten, and we were waiting yeah. on edge. We were like, okay, well, what are you doing? And Joe Douglas shocked uh, us, got aggressive, moved up, yeah. bro, and got Jermaine Johnson. Now, as we continue mm-hmm. on down this draft, there were some mm-hmm. haters. We already hearing them. A lot of people upset that we moved up for Brees Hall. Give me your thoughts about that. What are your thoughts about the New York Jets taking a running back in the second round? All right, well, two things. One, we needed an explosive player, all right? We, had, we got that in the, in the receiver. We also need that in the backfield. Mm-hmm. Mark, uh, 
Michael Carter is an excellent running back. He's celebrating through the hole. But this guy can make plays anywhere on the field. When you have the opportunity mm-hmm. to get up a back like that, you have to get him. Forget about the third round. You can find a back, fourth round, not. None of that. He was available. You was able to get him. And you already got three top players. So you get your running back yep. who you can pair with Michael Carter, and you could be a more efficient offense that can score anywhere on the field. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You're talking facts, man. You're talking complete facts. Mm-hmm. And one of those things that I think as well, when, as, as the draft continues to play it out, because we were watching it here live, when Hall was mm-hmm. picked up, we were all kind of shocked. At least I was shocked, bro. I was like, whoa. I thought I was we happy. Another I edge, boy. Yeah. You, I was, you, you, you I was, was. Go I was telling a few other people, I said, yo, we need to get another running back. Get him early. Do not wait for the other the mm-hmm. when, a, when a good running back is available, snatch him up. Don't, don't mm-hmm. wait to no fourth round, fifth round, not. That's, that's a different talent group that's in the fourth and fifth round, normally, on, on average. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And then as the draft continues to play it out, we saw them go mm-hmm. get Jeremy Rucker, man, in the third, who guy, one of his, you know, calling mm-hmm. cards is he's a good run blocker. Give me your thoughts about Multiple. adding him at tight end with CJ and Conklin here, man. How do you feel about that? It's, great to, it's a great look because I watched him in college play, and he can ball. That's one. The second thing, CJ can play. He can do a lot of different things as a tight end. So he can, he can, he can run a lot of different routes, and you can still bring him in and let him be like the true tight end blocking and also catching football. So we did a great job at, at, at the at tight end room, basically, you know, getting having three guys yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's hype, man. It's hype. Now, it my is. final question it before is. I let you go, BK, because you, you done brought the heat, man. Give me your thoughts <laughs> about this roster. When you look at it, right, we, we just we finished free agency. Of course, there's still guys mm-hmm. out there we can add, right? There's a lot of talk. Uh, Kwan Alexander, I'm just saying, there, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of talk about him swirling about. All right, I just want to say that. Then we finish the draft, right? What is what is the position that you look at right now that's still a weakness on this New York Jets roster that you're saying, you know what, we need to address this. This is something that Joe Douglas could still, you know, kind of poke and prod at and try to address. What are you what are you looking at as still kind of a weakness on this roster? Well, I would look to the draft to make sure to get another linebacker and a free safety. Mm. I wouldn't mess with what we have now. I think I, I like the chemistry of what we're going to have on the field. So far mm-hmm. as doing Corn Alexander, no, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. Um, play with the guys okay. we have now. Now we do. We, we need to address the free safety position. Definitely address the free, the free safety position. However, mm-hmm. with what we have now, I think we can be a top defense. I would say anywhere from top, oh. you know, between top maybe eight to fifteen or maybe twelve uh, in the in the mm-hmm. league. So, so it's all about really uh, how good Sauce is going to be uh, shutting down these receivers in the in the in the, in the conference. Or in the on the division, yeah, it comes back to that. Okay, it does. No, I mean you bring us you bring in absolute facts right now. So before I let you go, BK, how confident mm-hmm. are you in Joe Douglas going forward, man? Listen, look at his track record. He won Super Bowls already, and and the main yeah. thing now is I've been confident with him since he got there because he had to because mm-hmm. what he was able to do is get rid of some players. You know, create a plan so we can end up where we at right now. So I'm confident in, in Joe Douglas as a GM. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, mm-hmm. BK, I want to thank you for calling. You brought some. Yeah. yeah, you did, man. Salute to you. I want to thank you for calling in, BK. You have yourself a good one, man. You as well, brother. Stay strong. All right. Listen, BK trainer calling in. All right. We're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. But first, 
We got to go to Leon S. Kennedy with the big, 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 big donation. I said we're going to Leon S. Kennedy with the big, 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 big donation. Salute to Leon given to the platform. Leon says, Savages, this man deserves to have the numbers up. Sauce Garner is flat Stanley right now, but that is okay. Props to Joe. God bless you. Long Beach Joe for Edge Rusher. Salutes to you, Leon. Again, thank you for the big, 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 big donation. And I want to thank him, man. Salutes to you, Leon. I want to thank you for giving to the platform. I was telling people during my live draft show, I wish the New York Jets would have drafted me at Edge Rusher. I can fix these issues, all right? Bring up Joe, okay? Call my name. Pick me four in the draft. I'll take care of everything. You know what I'm saying? I could do it. I could do it, man. You know what I mean? So we're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Chris. Chris, salutes to you. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. It's always great to speak to you, Chris. Man, we've had a show, all right? Give me your thoughts about this New York Jets draft, man. How did you feel about the first round pick watching Joe Douglas do his do his business and work his magic? How's it going, Joe? Long time no talk. How's it going? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. How's it going, Chris? Give me your thoughts on this draft, man. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um I didn't actually see the draft, but I did see who we picked. Um mm-hmm. and to to be to be strategically honest here, I'm not too over, too confident yet. Because let's back, let's back up for a moment. We got to be careful. I understand a lot of a lot of guys are crazy. Oh, we got Scott Gardner and we got Jermaine Johnson. But let's hold on the brakes for a minute. Because remember, we don't want to repeat the same mistake we repeated last year. Remember, a lot of people wanted Mr. Mims to go out and play. He played. He showed his true colors. Everybody. Every chance I want him gone. We cannot repeat the same mistake. I'm not saying these guys are not talented, but what I'm I am saying is we have to wait and see how well they do on the field before we decide if Joe Douglas made the right choice. I'm no, listen, Chris. I, I, and again, listen, Chris. I, I hear exactly what you're saying, and again, I want to thank you for calling in. I hear you know you don't want to get too ahead of yourself. That's why I, I, I'm. I know a lot of people want to say Sauce Garner is Darrell Revis. Some people are trying to say that he's Deion Sanders. I'm saying pump your brakes on that. But I don't think there's anything wrong with Jets fans being excited about getting a quality draft, right? There's a lot of players. There was a lot of process working up to this, right, where we had analysts and and, and draft guys left and right screaming about who would be the best. There's tier charts and all these things going on. And when you look at that, the New York Jets ended up with three guys that were supposed to go in the top ten, one of them we got at 26 in Jermaine Johnson. you got to be excited about that. When, when a lot of people are saying, hey, the Jets got the best corner in the draft, they got the, you know, one of the best wide receivers in the draft, and they got one of the guys that's supposed to be the most pro-ready edge. Can't you see why a lot of people are fired up, especially when they're saying, hey, they got the best running back in the draft as well in the second round. I mean, can't you see why people are fired yeah. up, Chris? Yeah, but isn't that what they said about Mr. Mims and then he performed last year and look what happened at the end? 
You know, we can't make that same mistake. We gotta, we have to see how well they well, do. Me, I'm gonna give them, I'm gonna give them three years, loaded in those three years, and I say, you know what? Chill up, this didn't make the right move. I admit I was wrong, mm. but I wanna okay. wait and see how well they do. Remember, we're playing the Pandora's box here. You know, so we gotta oh. slow and steady before we get over, over excited. We have to wait and see how well they do on the field. Remember, college is mm. different than than the NFL. And that's what a lot of people don't get. They think that, oh, this no, guy did well in college. Whole new level, whole new league, new competitors, new opponents, new system. So, no, listen, to, listen, Chris, I hear you. I hear you. And I hear you, you know, you, you're, you're guarding yourself, and I understand it. I, I, I get where you're coming from. So, now when you look at this situation, right, you look at the draft, draft is over now. You were hearing a lot of things from the media that are excited about the New York Jets draft. How do you feel about Joe Douglas now that free agency is over, now the draft is over? Are you confident in him going forward as a general manager? I don't have an answer for that yet, Joe. I have to see how well the, the players play before I give him a grade because I'm a little bit concerned also because, I mean, last year he got the grade and look where we ended up. You know, again, mm. we have to see so that we won't repeat the same mistake over and over and over. As much as I want to give, him an, I'll give you an answer on that, I have to wait. I'm going to give each one like a, up to their third year, and then I'll start making grades and stuff and see what I think. But right now, okay. I got to slow down because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to get over hyped up and then they end up being a bust, which I'm hope, I hope they don't. But you never know what can happen. Okay. Okay. No, look, I, I respect that, Chris. You're guarding your heart, and, and it is what it is. But I will tell you what. I'm hyped up over here. Listen, Chris, I want to thank you for calling in. It was great to speak to you. Next time I have a show, man, I want to hear from you, Chris, because I ain't heard from you in a minute, all right? <laughs> yeah, buddy, no problem. I'll, we'll talk to you. All right. <laughs> Absolutely. You have a all good right, one, buddy. my friend. Have a good night. All, right, all right. Listen, Chris Chris calling in. Chris called in, and he spoke his mind. He's cautious, and I understand that. But me, I'm fired up. I'm hot. I'm not cautious at all. I love this draft. I love what we did. I'm hyped. I'm not saying that Sauce Garner is Revis or, you know, Deion Sanders. I'm not doing that. All right? <laughs> Y'all got to slow down on that. <laughs> but I'm hyped. You know what I mean? Just know that. So, whew, listen, it's been quite a show. Salute to everybody. I want to thank everybody for listening and watching. This has been phenomenal. What a great draft. You know, this team is, is, is changing. It's changing the direction. This general manager and Joe Douglas is changing the direction of this franchise, and I love it. And this is going to be a defining season. For this franchise, it's going to be a defining season as well for Zach Wilson. That's who really, truly is going to benefit from a lot of the things that we did in this draft is Zach Wilson. We finally have a general manager that understands how to build behind a quarterback to help them be successful. That's big, all right? So I'm going to go ahead and close out the show. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show, all right? 
You know what I'm saying? I want to hear from you, okay? I'm also on Twitter as well, YoungJ000. Again, YoungJ000. All right, go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I am the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. I was hoping I would be able to get a Drake London jersey, but Atlanta stood in the way of that. Thank you, Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? But it's all good. I got my Vera Tucker jersey on. Fight on. You know what I mean? The show's page as well is at the Long Beach Joe, at the Long Beach Joe on Twitter. Go ahead and follow that page as well. You know, I'm also on YouTube as well. Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Okay, go over there, subscribe. All right, hit that notification bell. And if you want to troll me, get in those comments. We can go back and forth as well. I'll troll you there as well too. All right, we can go back and forth. And as always, people, as always, when you see me in person, because you will see me in person, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone. The hugs will cost you absolutely nothing, okay? No matter what anyone says, the hugs will always remain free, all right? I want to thank you folks for listening, and I want to thank you folks for calling in. Without you people, I am absolutely nothing. Thank you for taking the times out of your day to call in and listen to the show. You folks are absolutely the best. I want to thank you folks again. You folks have a good one. Yeah.